0: Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint.
1: Hello and welcome. Happy
0: Friday. What a week. I know, what oh a week. My gosh. Welcome what to Country
1: Doctors Practice Blueprints Free Friday. We do this every Friday in our private Facebook group just for natural health practitioners. Yep. And you can also listen on the podcast as well.
0: Practice blueprint.
1: Practice blueprint.
0: On iTunes and so all the major platforms. It's
1: been a little bit of a week. It I know has. on this side of the fence, we've all remained somewhat calm and not worried, Mm -hmm. but what we kind of want to touch base on today, and we already had this in our plan, so that's kind of interesting. um, You put that
0: up there a couple of months ago.
1: I did. (laughs) So
0: Stress protocols and managing the mindset of your clients. This is super important. Travis, thank you for joining us. There's a guy that's really going to appreciate today's topics for sure.
1: Yeah. So, um, should we dive in on stress management first or managing mindset of clients?
0: I think that if we understand, there's an old saying, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Mm, Okay. So, when you, as a practitioner, as a professional, right, and you're working with people and you know their emotions are heightened, you know that they're kind of like responding like an open nerve to the world around them, you know that they're charged, okay, Hey, Amy, thanks for joining us. Um, then it's more, now more than ever, as a practitioner, demonstrating your professional communication skills and working on these skills, which, by the way, this type of event that we're going through right now is a very great breeding ground for developing those skills. <laughs> you get lots of practice. Okay, You need to understand where your clients are coming from before you try to get them to understand where you're coming from. Okay, So that means ask lots of questions probing questions, thought-provoking questions, critical thinking questions, asking them about when they make comments that seem you know, maybe a little bit irrational or driven by more fear than faith or practicality or science, right? These are the things that we need to be asking our clients and just in a very calm, rational manner, approach them and communicate with them, okay? There is uh, there's a lot going on, obviously, as we all know right now, Uh, that has got people's uh, emotions, has got their stress levels really elevated. Um, And there's a lot of things that we can step in from a professional standpoint and do to support them, not take advantage of this situation, but support them in a manner that really, really can help them. Okay? So the number one thing is acknowledging that how they're feeling, right? Uh, Not belittling it, not talking down to it, trying your best to understand it, and once you feel like you've got a grasp on where they're coming from and why they're coming from things in this position and 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 uh, mindset, then you can help them kind of explore and look at things from maybe an expanded or a bigger picture or a bigger view, uh, and help them get through it. Even from a nutritional standpoint, from a uh, you know guided meditations, uh, people like the prayer and meditation things of that nature. Write books they should be reading. Hey, have you thought about journaling? That have you thought about Cause we we'll have clients that'll tell me things like this. As soon as I wake up, my mind goes off and I can't I can't go back to sleep because I start rattling off like I start really like
1: the to do list yep, or what they're doing. I start worried going about, through all kinds or... of
0: stuff in my head and I can't shut my head off. How many of us have heard or said that yeah. in our lifetimes? I just can't shut my head off. Pen to paper is the best way to disconnect yes. that energy. Pen to paper.
1: It's an outlet to. It's it's also a way of like physically getting it out of yep. the body yep. when you put it on paper. Yep. Um. Of it's literally an outlet to kind of physically remove that energy.
0: Yep. Yeah. It takes the energy out of it. Yes. It it takes the yeah. energy out of it from right here when you take it right, from if here. If they keep
1: it here, then it completely stays internalized, eating from the inside out.
0: Hundred percent. Even if it's just a sentence or two, even if it's just a word or two describing. Fear, frustration, um, you know, anxiety. You're just mm-hmm. getting that out of your head and putting it on paper mm-hmm. can start taking the charge, and it starts empowering you rather than being ruled by it. Right? You start becoming empowered. So that's that's one of the things that that we can do. And
1: here's the deal: practitioners have to lead by example. So you have to find what that outlet is for you. So that you can in turn turn around and coach your clients to do the same and if you don't manage that properly, here's what happens because emotions like fear Um, are extremely contagious. And so if if you're not managing that for yourself internally, and your client walks in the door full of that, they're looking to you to be the calm voice of reason. And so if they walk in and bring this fear and you haven't dealt with your own stuff that whatever you have going on, because we all have stuff, right? right? What happens is, is that it's so contagious that the client fills yep. you up even more with stress. It Spreads fear. like a fire. It spreads just like a fire. Yep. And so you have to be aware of that. And you have to be, take care of yourself so that you can in turn help guide them. Otherwise, it just keeps spreading like wildfire. And then everybody's kind of losing their minds, yep. which is what's happening this week. Yep. Travis says, I just put together a presentation about stress. Such an important topic. Chronic Physical, chemical, emotional stress destroys us. Yes. And, and Amy says, right. yes, it's damaging to the mind and body. Yep. It physically contributes to many illnesses, which has been kind of my frustration of we're causing well, it, more yes. problems with all of this than the viruses. Yep. So Yep.
0: That's um, so true. Yeah. It doesn't matter if we look at it from a logical perspective and say, well, you know, based on the definition of the word pandemic, we're not in one at all by the... By the very definition of the word, but there's no real standards. So, you know, the WHO and the CDC just just get to say pandemic, right? And then all the world is supposed to, um, you know, kind of rally around that and and just buy into it without any real, you know, logical or critical thinking skills about real numbers, about, you know, real deaths in other areas uh, uh, that people are being affected by. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that this isn't important, but... With fear causes us to do one of two things: either overmanage something or undermanage it. Right? We either over like go overboard, or we don't do anything at all. Which we're kind of like in the middle. We're we get checked every day. We follow programs. Some of us are on viral support. Some of us aren't because we don't check for it. Yeah. But we look. I was yeah, just saying this morning
1: how like you know some people are like downing the Virex because like they're because they're scared. Yeah, and, it's and I manager. And I had told you, yeah, I yeah. said I haven't taken Virex or Amuplex because I haven't tested for it. Right, I feel really good. Right, if I do feel off, I I a lot of times will feel something before it actually hits me, and I'll get checked and I'll yep. get my program straight and yep. knock it out as you know. So I'm not, but I'm not going to take something. Just because. Based of fear. I'm fear. I do think it's important for practitioners to know so that if you get asked, you can respond effectively. Mm. As far as clients saying, this is a pandemic. And say, you know, the definition, Google it, Webster's Dictionary, look up the definition of a pandemic, which says that it's a disease spread in a wide geographical area that is, that is affecting a, an exceptionally high proportion of the population Population. okay there's no regulation there's no regulation on it the world health organization basically just gets the one that gets to decide yep and if you actually do the math it is point zero of our worldwide population that's being affected by this point zero 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 one percent i don't know about you but that i would not classify that as an exceptionally high proportion of the population. Yeah. And so that's where if you get asked or it's brought up that bringing facts in yes. to help calm people yes. and to remind them that media is here to make money off of us, yep, not to uh, educate and inform us. Yeah. So just make, like let's put it in perspective that there's no regulation on how to define yeah. or declare a pandemic and that point zero 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 one percent of the population is being affected by this
0: so it's it's about helping people just develop the right mindset are we looking at this clearly Mm -hmm. not through the filter that media has thrown over our face and you can only look at it this way but are we really stepping back and looking at the bigger picture if you look at the last what 10 or 12 election cycles with SARS and Mars and West H1S, Nile, H1N1
1: H1N1, H1N1,
0: H1N1, the Zika. When you Ebola. correlate those, Ebola twice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's you know. It's
1: always in an election year. There's years. a pattern of why these bugs.
0: Why do these bugs decide to only do it on those years?
1: It's interesting. You
0: yeah. know, I'm just curious. Yeah. Or is it because they just get all the attention uh, in an election cycle, and we have to have a. There. We happen to potentially have a president that some people don't like, and they're in groups that have an opinion to you know, kind of perpetuate this kind of thing. I don't know. Um, I just think we should look at the big picture. No, From an individual standpoint, um, this doesn't qualify for the attention it's getting. It does not qualify based on those agencies. Not what I say, but based on the very guidelines, the definitions of of what, uh, what these agencies that are declaring this uh, have to say and what the very definition of these words are. So uh, let's keep it in proper perspective. De-stress. Get a massage. Yeah. Go to go, Russ Saratoga Hot Springs, right? Yeah. I mean, relax. Yeah. Um, I can tell you this much: with everything that's being canceled, uh, there's not much uh, competition out in the, you know, for driving or going anywhere. And I mean, service <laughs> is good at restaurants, and I mean, you know, um, so I don't know. Uh, it's
1: so sky says I'm not scared of the virus. I'm just wondering if I should get some extra food I think this is a great question. That is so a good question. if I could give my personal opinion um, The the reason the food is becoming a crisis is because they're recommending people stock up in case you have to go into quarantine again point zero 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 one percent of the population was being affected by this, okay and so um, first of all I I come from from a belief that you always have a little extra, yeah. something stashed at home yep. because there's always something that could happen. And my if, yeah. kids get sick or I've gotten snowed into my house yep. and can't get Pick out for, for 5 days. days five yeah. Days, yep. So, I mean, I come from the belief of I always keep a little extra of something at home because yep. there's a million different things that could happen at any yep. given point. And this particular time, no. I don't think that people should be stocking up. And that's why it's creating this shortage of goods. And what's happening is that the people... What about those that... The people that really need things, the people that really do have compromised immune systems, now're at risk of not being able to get the things they truly need yep. because of people going into panic mode and overstocking things they don't need. Yeah. and this is where I get frustrated it's that, called... that it's creating more problems than it's solving. So I don't I personally don't think you should stock up on food, but that's my personal opinion. Selfish
0: self-centered fear. That's what this That's is. That's a great way to put it. It's yeah. selfish, self centered yeah. fear. Yeah. I like Skye's attitude. She's going on a mountain bike ride. Ooh, that
1: sounds fun. Yeah. I Can love we go? It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I bet
0: there's no. One more no thing competition. I do want to
1: throw out because we do have a lot of fear and stress and it's heightened. HP Nervine. I will admit I personally took some this week. Yeah. Um, it helps calm the nervous system. And so, um, this is just something that, you know, naturally your clients can keep on hand. So if something does impact them or kind of drive up their, you know, ah, right? Anxiety, they can take this and within about five or 10 minutes, it can really help kind of calm that nervous system back down. So we come back down to earth. And that's, here's the other thing is that, we don't think rationally when we're emotionally charged. Yep. We lose rational thinking, which yep. is part of why news media does this is they don't want us, right? They want, it's easier to influence us if we're emotionally charged and not thinking rationally. So let's get our, our clients calm back down with Nervine and get them back and back down to mm-hmm. earth mm-hmm. and just be calmer. Let's, yep. let's think about things more rationally. Yep. HP Nervine, love it. I took it earlier this week. Yep. Okay, let's talk about managing mindset for clients, which we kind of already dived into, because part of it is bringing perspective, bringing the facts.
0: Seek first to understand. Take
1: care of yourself. Yep. Right? Um, Walk the walk yourself. Yeah, the practitioner's communication patterns are so important. I can't stress this enough. And it greatly influences your your client's mindset, because your clients come in with specific mindsets that work against what you're trying to do. Yep. And that's why we're so big on education. Because you have to make these huge shifts with people on their mind on their mindset. For example, they believe they should only come to you when they don't feel well. Yep. Now, here's the deal. And Our that's clients, part of a philosophy
0: that kept them sick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It has to be their idea. Yeah. But you have to lead them in that direction and suggest... But how did that work for you or do you feel that was adequate in your case or tell me the last time that you did it that way being seen once or twice a year that you maintained optimum health and performance levels that you really truly wanted to have on a daily basis. And
1: felt like you were thriving. And
0: felt like you were really thriving and doing your very best and performing your yeah. best and on your A game mentally, spiritually, emotionally, right, physically. So when you start asking them to ask themselves some important questions, they have to come up with the right answers. The right answer is is that mm, that approach is I guess what got me here right.
1: What I thought was really cool, because I spent some time in the clinic this week.
0: Yeah, thank um, which you very much. It was fun. It was needed.
1: Um, It was super fun. I you like, haven't been there in a while. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really been in the clinic for a while. So it was really fun. Um, but what I thought was really cool was I got to see, we have over 200 clients that have been with us for over 10 years. Okay, so they're on maintenance programs. They have been doing really, really good things for themselves for the last 10 years. Yeah. And in addition, they've received a lot of education, education. for the last 10 years. And point. so what was really, really cool, was to watch all of these people come in this was was what made my day and got me through the rest of it was that they came in and they were confident and they weren't worried and they knew that they had been taking care of their immune system and they were kind of chuckling at what was going on Mm -hmm. and they were just like you know so, yeah, I mean, if I <coughs> start And not coughing, in a mean
0: way about what other people are doing. Way. Yeah. But, but just kind of expressing, I'm so glad I have this mindset. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm yeah. I'm glad
0: I have this education. I'm glad I have... A way to correct it quickly if I need additional support. Yes,
1: thank you. That's a really, really good good way to put it. And they were like, I'm not, you know, I'm not worried. I know if I start feeling ill, I'll, you know, I'm already on a good program. I'm already taking care of my immune system. I know you guys have educated me on what needs to be done. I already have Virex in my house. If I start coughing, I'm ready to go. And so it was just really cool to see so many people calm and like feeling really good. And like that was just, I just want to say that was really cool. So that would
0: really cool. Well, it's the whole team, right? It's the whole system. It's the whole structured flexibility, it's the whole mechanics and dynamics of what we do here and what we try to mm-hmm. perpetuate. We try to educate practitioners on what how to implement this only from our experience. If if I don't have experience with it, we're not going to have you do it. Um we do- matching hoodies. Ah, yeah. It's well, it's cold here, guy. <laughs>
1: it is cold. It's
0: not mountain bike weather here, I'm here to tell you. Um so, you know, it's it's a testimony to the whole process. Yeah. And that we all here are much more in tune to a higher purpose and serve a higher outcome than what we do here to earn money, right? That is like 17th on the list with what why we're here, right? We have such a, a greater uh responsibility to our community. We have what's called a joyful obligation. We're filled with, our days are filled with fun, fulfillment, freedom. The four, the three F's that I, that I am just like beating that one to death. because And the reason I am on that one so much, I'm giving it so much thought, is that so many people don't get to experience that on a daily basis. Forget all the stuff that's going on. Let's say we lived in a utopic world, right? Right now, no chaos of any kind. No one's at war. No one's ill. None of this. And you go to people and you ask them, do you feel like your life is full of fun? That it provides you a lot of freedom? And that you feel fulfilled by it? Most people can't answer yes to those three. Some can answer yes to a couple, maybe.
1: One, two. One three. for sure. Fun. But they
0: got to think about it. And then their idea of fun is, yeah, boy, it's Friday and I'm going to have fun this weekend. And it's like, that's not living. And then they wonder why they're stressed. You know, yeah. they wonder why they're at odds with things. It's mindset. It's mindset. Not only does your body perform optimally based on what you've put right here, it also based optimally on what you put here and what you put here. What you're reading and what you're listening to and the people you hang with, right? Those are those influences as well. If you don't like what we talked about this. managing those emotions. Yeah. We talked about this uh, on Wednesday a little bit. There's a criteria that I go by. And I ask myself four questions, especially if I'm in a new environment. Like I started that Cheyenne Happiness Hour last month. We're going to do it again the 25th uh, of this month. If you want to know more about that, get a hold of me. It's a separate get-together. But it has nothing to do with business. It's all about... The happiness, the American Happiness documentary that we were interviewed for, and it's going to come out in fall, uh by Michelle Wax. You need to look her up. It's amazing. And
1: follow her, get on her email. Yeah, list. get on her
0: get on her list. What happened was is that there's three there's four questions I ask myself when I'm in the presence of new people or getting involved in something. And I think this is a really good criteria for us practitioners to ask ourselves so that we are positioned with positivity and the right mindset. Because when we have that going on inside of us then we have the capacity to transmit that to our clients. If it's not happening in here, it's not gonna happen out there. We're not gonna be able to influence properly and position people to have the same thing. So I ask myself questions like, when I'm in the presence of this person, what do they have me thinking, feeling, saying, and doing? And are those things okay? Is that truly me? Am I suppressing something, am I holding back, or am I, you know, am I not being true to myself? Right? Yeah. Uh, or am I putting on some kind of a, some kind of an exterior just to get through? You know, and and if I can't answer honestly to those three, four questions that I really love how I'm thinking, feeling, what I'm saying, and what I'm doing, what I'm engaged with, then it's called limited association, or disconnect completely, move on, find something different, better, find that we get to create the fellowship in our lives that we crave. We do. We get to create that, right? We don't give ourselves permission to do it. Right. Most of us. Because, um, unfortunately, by the time clients get to you and they're all physically and emotionally and emotionally beat down, um, they have created these barriers. They've created this jail around them and didn't even know it. And you as the practitioner have to be in a position to help them mm-hmm. in a very positive, methodical mm-hmm. manner, mm-hmm. approach this in a, in a very nurturing and professionally intimate way, professional intimacy, and help them break out of the chains and the bondage that they've created for themselves. Mm-hmm. They've created the circumstances. You had nothing to do with it. Which is why this is another thing, practitioners on mindset of and getting rid of stress, is when you're talking with your clients, your relationship... Like, Beck and I have had some knockdown, drag-out kind of stuff. But it's never affected our relationship. Why? Because we know that it's the thing, right? It's this outside thing, project, relationship... Document, approach, philosophy, strategy, whatever it is that we're working on.
1: It's not us. It's
0: not between us. Yeah. It's us working on that. Yeah. And that's the same mindset that you have got to develop with your clients. Yeah. Your clients, when they come to you, they're looking for someone that's going to give them an approach that no one else has been able to offer them. And you're going to deliver that in a loving and compassionate, very attentive manner, but also candid, frank, and honest, Sometimes truthful, Right. But you can do it in a way that there's never hard feelings between you and the client. They may have some hard feelings about their program. They may have some, you know, growing, you know, a growing curve or a learning curve, or, a, you know, it's going to take a little more effort than what you've mustered here, right, to make yeah. that happen the way you want. And you're there to help support that. Yeah. But there's never a problem between you and the client.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There may be issues between them and their program, right?
1: And you. Helping them navigate, and this is where practitioners get yep. off. And this is why the the mentorship, I think, the biggest thing that people get from it is the communication yep. patterns yep. and the dynamic they need to have between them, the practitioner and the client. Practitioners is almost like that's one of the biggest things that people get from the mentorship that they had no idea they needed.
0: Yep practitioners think your their job is to fix somebody and it's not
1: and the client thinks it's your job to fix them yep so when they don't respond to their program or they don't comply to their program and they feel like it's on you so what he's touching on is is that there are specific communication patterns that have to take place for your client to take that responsibility and not feel like you have to fix me Right? 100%. But also, so the practitioner doesn't emotionally take that on that it's their job to fix everyone. And yep. if they don't, because sometimes you have clients that don't and they complied, try to fix them on the first visit. And then and that too. Yep, that's another piece of it. But then the practitioner gets weared down yep. and they feel like they're failing people yep. when in all actuality they're trying to carry the responsibility. for all of their clients on their shoulders, and that is too heavy of a weight, you can't do that forever, it will take you out. Yep. Okay, let's um, dive into next week's special. Okay. Buy four, get one free, HP BFNC. Yep, bone, flesh, and cartilage. Um, Yes, can you share maybe a story of a client that you have put on this?
0: With the combination of that and the Dermacom, it wasn't a single product. Um, it was actually Superfood, BF and Dermacom. It was a three-product program, like the foundational. Mm-hmm. Ramped up the nutrition. Um, BFNC, topical and internal, and then Dermacom. Okay. And she had uh, an area on the knee that was actually bone on bone. She was an RN in Montana. And uh, it actually, she did not have to have surgery. Wow. She was able, but she hit it. She was very motivated. Um, Compliant. She, compliant which those yeah. are
1: your favorite types of clients yeah
0: i love the <laughs> compliant ones that well they make my success rate stay high yeah but uh you know six eight months into the into following it very closely eliminating sugars which was eroding mineral absorption in the body um it was feeding the inflammation and just not allowing her body it was just breaking her down she changed her diet got her nutrition straight was patient and consistent uh, some elements that every good client needs to have instilled in them from day one, which is why we meet with clients six times before they ever start a program. How did you, did you guys know that? Six times. We have contacts. Six contacts. There's six contacts with a client prior to them ever becoming a client, and that's all strategically designed. Anyways, um, you know, short story long, she did well. She did not that's have to awesome. have surgery. and. Wow. She's a nurse in, in uh, Helena, Montana. This was some years ago, several years ago, when my father first uh, got going. And there's been several since we've used it many, many times uh, for people who have had to have some kind of repair like that, like it wasn't going to fix at all. There was mm-hmm. just it was beyond that, um, and so the recuperation time with that and our light devices, mm-hmm. um, exceptional, exceptional yeah. responses. So
1: love those LEDs. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We go live every Friday. Um Don't forget, later this afternoon is our monthly protocol Q&A for yep. um, Country Doctor Wholesalers, yep. but we also invite everybody to join that. We're going to be on Zoom at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can get that link in the event section of the group. Yep. And um, if you guys have topics you want us to cover or questions, please feel free to drop a comment, or reach out to us, we greatly appreciate you, and this is all for you, so we want to bring you guys value, and we want to know, what you want us to talk about, yes, um, thanks so much, and have an awesome weekend, take
0: care, thank you for tuning in, to this episode of, Practice Blueprint, the podcast, in order to get connected with us, by way of Facebook, or online, or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com, it's countrydoctorwholesale, Dot com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So, again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.